So if you've been following us over this series, you'll know that we in a series, uh, a brand new series called No Other Name. Uh, it's a series that uh, has been looking at the name of Jesus that is elevated above every other name. It's based on Philippians chapter 2, verses 7 to 9. So I would encourage you to go back to that verse and meditate on it throughout the series as a way of, uh, of a, 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 a refreshing on our, on our key uh, concept. Uh, and so for this morning, we're going to build on that series and look at one of the names of Jesus that we are not only able to call him by, but a name that he calls us by. And that is the name Friend. The name Friend. You know, perhaps it's one of the most humbling and precious titles or names that we can call the Lord Jesus, is Friend. And one of the most humbling things to know that he calls us his friends as well. It reveals so much about his deeply relational and personal nature towards us uh, in that he longs for this intimate connection with his children. It reveals so much about his heart and his nature. Uh, that name friend, it speaks about his proximity, his closeness to us in that just like we have friendships with one another as people, we are able to have a friendship with, with Christ in his perfect humanity. Just imagine for a moment in the life of Jesus, how many intimate moments of friendship he would have shared with his disciples as they traveled through the various regions together. They must have had so many moments where they laughed together, they spoke, they shared meals, they experienced all these incredible things. You know, Jesus walked the dusty roads with people and it, it really does shatter the uh, religious misconceptions that he is unapproachable or knowable when you view him in this way and when he when we read in scripture that he calls us his friends. He's not just distant and far off and unreachable. Christ is close and knowable personally because of this title uh, of his name, friend. And so we're going to read the key passage of scripture that, that reveals this title for us. And it's in the famous passage in John chapter 15. And I'm going to read from the CSB uh, translation for us this morning. John chapter 15 verses 12 to 15 say this, um, this is my command. This is the Lord Jesus talking to his disciples actually on his way, way to being crucified. These are the last uh, instructions that he would give them before he goes to the cross. John chapter 15, 16 and 17. He says this in verse 12, this is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. And then he kind of defines that love. He says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down his life for his friends. So Jesus is saying that we should love one another in the same way that he has loved us. And then he goes on to say, you are my friends. So Jesus is talking about the fact that he's going to lay down his life for us. And then he says, you are my friends if you do what I command you, which is loving one another the way that he loves us. I do not call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. There's the distance, there's this gap in the relationship between servant and master. And Jesus is saying he's no longer referring to us by that term. He says, I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You know, Jesus reveals to us everything that he has heard from God. In fact, goes on to say in verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit so that your fruit should remain. So that whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. And in verse 17, he says, this is what I command you, love one another. 
it's such a powerful picture. It's such a descriptive um, passage of scripture that, that, that reveals the extent of Christ's love for us and the extent of the call that we have to love one another also. You know, Christ the Redeemer, the risen King, is available and knowable as friend. And he chose to lay down his life for you and me to call us by that title. Now, if you think about our friendship with the Lord Jesus, it's really, it really reveals his grace, doesn't it? Because there's nothing that we could have done in the friendship that, that would benefit him in some way. You know, we are the absolute humble recipients of, of, of his grace, of his initiation, of his love towards us, that we really come alive as a result of the friendship. Yet he still chose to give his life for us anyway. He chose to lay down his life to prove how much we mean to him. And that's a fantastic model of friendship that we can use to, to love one another also. There's, there's, a, there's a sacrificial element to God's kind of love. And if we view our friendships, the relationships in our world with that kind of filter, imagine what they would look like. Imagine the fruitfulness that would be produced in our lives if we were able to love one another with Christ's kind of love. You know, this verse tells us with certainty that we can have confidence. It's a certainty that we have that Christ is committed towards us. He paid the ultimate price. He gave himself to show us how committed he is to us. He laid down his life for you and me, his friends. And imagine a relationship world where we were able to maintain that same level of commitment based on Christ's love for us. You know, the Lord Jesus, he lavished his love upon us and gave himself for us that we might be in right standing relationship with him. He calls us friend and we have a relationship with the father through him. So maybe this week, or even today, we could just take a moment and thank the Lord Jesus that not only is he creator of the heavens and the earth, not only is he redeemer, is he the risen king, which we will be celebrating in, in Easter uh, over Passover weekend in just a few weeks time, but he is also friend. He wants to know you. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you. He is completely knowable. He is personal. And um, perhaps that is something we can take into our day and use to encourage one another also that it's not just a, a you know, religious experience. It is a personal experience. Christianity is a personal experience with Jesus who calls us friend. And he seeks an intimate relationship with you and me. So let's take a moment and pray for all this house family as we head on up with the rest of our Tuesday, thinking about this amazing passage where Christ, the Redeemer, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Lord of all creation, calls you and me his friends. Father, thank you so much for this incredible word, Lord, that you seek to know us personally. And it is not just about a religion. It is about a deeply personal relationship with you. And we thank you so much that we are the humble beneficiaries of this relationship, Lord. You gave everything for us. And may we have the confidence to, to apply that same model to our friendships here, that we would rep represent you well, that we would love one another as you have loved us. Thank you so much, Lord, that you paid the ultimate price, that you, that you did uh, what we could not do so that we could be in right standing relationship with you. We thank you so much for the honor and privilege of, of being called your friend, Lord. And we commit to living out the rest of our lives, uh, serving you uh, as a result. And we thank you so much for your grace that makes all of this possible. And in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.